Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, September 21st. Nancy Pelosi says the next 48 hours are the most consequential for her party. And she's not exaggerating. Usually, Congress deals with one big thing at a time. And right now, Congress is dealing with four big things at the same time. That's what is so mind-boggling about this particular moment up on Capitol Hill. And the stakes could not be higher for President Biden and his agenda for the Democratic leaders on Capitol Hill. And obviously, as Republicans are seeking to become the majority party next year, stakes are pretty high for them as well. I think it's probably most helpful if you think about the four big things actually in two different buckets. There's one bucket that is dealing with the funding of the government, something that happens every year, as well as increasing the debt ceiling, something that happens every so often for America to ensure that it doesn't default on its debt. In the other bucket, there's the Biden agenda, that $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure deal that has already passed the Senate and that $3.5 trillion Build Back Better agenda that is the core of Joe Biden's economic plan, the core of his campaign promises to expand the social safety net and provide economic security for most Americans as the country is still emerging through this pandemic. So in that first bucket, this is actually a battle between Democrats and Republicans, your traditional political battle that you think of. We are coming up against the September 30th deadline to fund the government, the end of the fiscal year. And if Congress cannot pass through the spending measures to keep the government funded, the government will shut down next week. So that's a pretty clear, defined, and unmovable deadline in terms of keeping the government open. On top of that, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has made clear recently over the weekend in a Wall Street Journal op-ed that the United States must raise the debt ceiling, that we are going through what they call extraordinary measures now, and that by mid-October, perhaps, we need to raise the debt ceiling. Now, when you think about the debt ceiling, understand, this is America paying its credit card bill. And if the United States of America were to default for the first time in its history, it could be a cataclysmic economic event, not just here at home, but worldwide. Here's the rub. Mitch McConnell and the Republicans in the Senate have promised not to vote for any increase in the debt ceiling, despite the fact that Republicans have voted numerous times over the years to increase the debt ceiling, certainly did so during the Trump years. And by the way, when the Republicans were in charge and had to raise the debt ceiling, they did so also with Democratic votes as part of the process. Well, now Mitch McConnell is saying, no, this isn't going to be any kind of bipartisan coalition here. We are not giving our votes to this. It's not really the picture of how government is supposed to operate, but it is the political gamesmanship that Mitch McConnell is currently engaging in. His argument to his fellow Republicans in the Senate, as well to voters, is, hey, the Democrats are in charge of the House, the Senate, and the presidency. They have the votes that they're able to get stuff through Congress without any Republican votes. They should also then have to raise the debt ceiling without any Republican votes. That's his argument. I don't know that it's one that will hold up for everyone, but that is the argument he's making. 
So the Democrats today in the House are trying to call his bluff. They are on track to pass a continuing resolution. This is the combined spending bill that will fund the government and keep the lights on and government operating past September 30th. They've written a bill that would keep it going until December 3rd, and that's when they would sort of extend the current levels of funding. And what Democrats are doing today in the House, they're attaching a hike in the debt ceiling to what is called this must-pass spending legislation. Now, it's called must-pass because without it passing, the government shuts down. But that is the alternative. The government could shut down. Steny Hoyer, the number two Democrat in the House today, said, we want to send it over to the Senate, give the Senate the opportunity to consider it, figure out what they're going to do. They may send it back to us, at which point in time we'll have to make a determination. That's another way of saying we're not at the place yet that we have a plan B or that we're willing to reveal our plan B. Well, that's a dangerous game of chicken right there, because there's one thing Mitch McConnell is right about in reality. Democrats are in charge of the House, the Senate, and the White House. And if for some reason the government shuts down or if America defaults on its debt, it will be the Democrats that will take on a lot of the blame since they control all the levers of government. It is not yet at all clear how Nancy Pelosi is going to navigate this. And it's all happening while next Monday is her promised date that the House is going to vote on that $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure plan that passed the Senate and that the moderate members of the House Democratic Caucus are eager to get passed and to Joe Biden's desk to sign into law. Except, as you know, the progressives in the Democratic Caucus are far more interested in getting that $3.5 trillion Build Back Better agenda through the House of Representatives. So here's the rub. Nancy Pelosi has promised a vote on the bipartisan bill next Monday, and there is yet no consensus among Democrats in the House or in the Senate about the path forward on that reconciliation bill, that big spending bill on the social programs. And this is precisely why Nancy Pelosi pleaded with her caucus members today in a closed-door meeting to stick together. You always hear Nancy Pelosi say, diversity is our strength, unity is our power. And it is her goal to keep everyone unified. And here's the reality. If Democrats from the progressive wing to the more moderate wing can't all stick together in the most evenly divided Congress in our lifetime, this whole thing can fall apart, which may be the worst outcome because Democrats will have nothing to run on to go to the country and say, hey, here's what we did for you. And this is the moment for the Biden agenda. Think about it. There is no likely time other than right now in Joe Biden's four-year term where his big policy proposals are going to come to fruition on Capitol Hill like they are right now. So that's why the stakes are so high and why Democratic leaders are saying, if we don't stick together and get these bills through, we really are going to be at a huge disadvantage for keeping our majorities in next year's midterms. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. When you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. 
Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.